Um, Who do you know? This macro liminal person. No, what did they say? They said, "My dad will come home?" Question mark. Nah, he's buying a lot of cigarettes. This program contains strong language. Welcome back. Rage Sigmar. You just want to put that. And we are back. Ah, I beat you to it. <laughs> and we are, are back. back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Rage of Sigmar. I am your co-guest associate orc producer, Jacob Barry. You can find me on Twitter at Big Jables. And joined, as always, is the main show, the big show, the man of the hour, day and year, Joseph O for Orc Pagano. Hola, mi amigos. Happy Cinco de Mayo, Joe. Yeah, Cinco de Mayo. I'm celebrating with some cervezas. But it's a Heineken. No, it's a Stella Artois. <laughs> I wish you had a Foster's. Shout out to our friends from Australia, like Randy and uh, Randy. Dan from AOS Shorts. Bland- These are our Australian friends. More like Blandy, am I right? His challenge oh, was weak. man. His challenge was weak. You know who probably would have a really good challenge for you? Who? Anthony Magro, the coach. He's my favorite of the dwellers below. The best. Who? Anthony Magro. We met him at Adepticon. He's one that looks like a koala. I thought he escaped from the Chicago Zoo. Maybe he did. Maybe he's did. I want to make an emu joke here, but I can't really <laughs> think of one. <laughs> That's because you're so emu. Listen to the cure. Uh, it was pretty good. Ah, uh, yeah. It was, I think that All was right. ostrich. And everyone anyway. just deleted the episode and never listened to you us again. You just talked over my ostrich pun, and I'm pretty upset with you for it. <laughs> Would you say that you're feeling emu? No, I said that, you, I said that your joke was ostrich. <laughs> well, I don't get it. Uh, you know, you're going to put this podcast out, and I'm going to hope that you went back to, to like, edit this out and make sure that my pun actually got in there but I bet you tomorrow you're going to call me like hey Jacob I didn't go back and put it in I'm definitely not doing that like I'll probably have the episode up tonight you we're didn't at... understand it. yeah alright fine whatever your puns and... suck yeah well your Warhammer models are pretty thanks but you, suck, but you suck at the game whatever that's why I'm playing the point and click army yeah exactly oh so am I yeah uh, let's talk about what we've been working on <laughs> All right. Uh, I've been playing with my uh, working on my Stormcast Eternal army. That are right. They, they yeah. think they're Stormcast Eternals. Yeah. So I was working on this army before Flesh Eater Court's got a new book that was really good, and now everyone's making fun of me. It hurts my feelings. And Sam Morgan called me a bandwagoner, and that hurt a lot. Who? I don't know. He doesn't matter. He's not that important. He definitely no. doesn't create any content. No, no, no. He's a parasite. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's a parasite with a bunch of proxies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's in the proxy armies, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good. So, you've been working on Flesh Eaters. Yeah, I got my, my Flesh Eater courts. I'm almost... I'm going to be done definitely before Triumph. I, uh... I that's have... One month, that's one month from... Like, right now. Are we now. four weeks? No, are we we're... Four weeks or five it's, weeks? it's on the 7th. Okay, so we're five weeks. So we're, but one yeah, month. Yeah, it's one month. So we got like thirty days to oh, finish. Shit. And I've oh, got shit. yeah, you have nothing painted, right? I have everything painted, nothing finished. Okay. 
Yeah, so I got... Um, I'll probably be done with my zombie dragon and five more bat guys this week. And then all I'll have left is five ghouls, five more bat guys, and a terror geist. You ever think about making good guys instead of bad guys? No, bat guys. Yeah, you should make good guys. The bat... bad... whatever. I don't... I don't really want to do this podcast anymore, dude. I don't think anyone wants us to do this podcast anymore, anyway. Uh, 500 downloads can't be wrong, guys. We made it to the big uh, leagues. I mean, we're We're drinking a champ- champagne of beers. We're basically as famous as The Rock. But there's two of us, so we're probably twice as famous, realistically. Did you see that trailer for that new Fast and Furious movie that's coming out? Where they're just, like, jumping out of helicopters, punching tanks. <laughs> like, you know what's really fucked up, dude? Is I've only ever seen the first one. So, <laughs> looking at the new ones, I'm like, how the fuck did they get here? <laughs> they're secret agents now, though. There's movies about doing drugs and stealing streetcars. <laughs> oh, my God. Right. They, it went from, like, fun underground street racing to... Dude, they were... St- de- destabilizing the, government. The first, movie, yeah, the first movie, Vin Diesel is stealing VCRs. That's how old it is. They're stealing VCRs out of trucks. And then the most recent movie, he blew up a senator's office. I don't know what the fuck happened. So, I I wonder at what point they're gonna... Because they've already said that they've done faster and more furious. I think they've done fastest at they this did. point, right? Too fast, too furious... Too Fast, Too Furious 2. The Faster and the Furiouser? Furioso uh, Road? Yeah, that was the same series. Just Furi- okay. Furiosa Road is... Fury Road is another. That's I'm the one. I'm calling it right now. I'm calling it right now. The next movie is going to be called Beyond Superlatives of Both Speed and Fury. Trademark, where's my money, Sony? Where's my money? <laughs> yeah. All right. So, you've been working on FEC. Um... You have your display board. You you were just showing me pictures of the display board the other day. You just uh, got it mapped uh, out so far. I got it mapped out. I got to cut the wood. I'm doing modular terrain on that motherfucker. So smart, That's smart. Yeah, because then I figured like if like a far away tournament, like when we go to Australia, mm-hmm. I might just bring the board with none of the modular terrain. Sure. So I get the point for having the board. I have something to carry my army around on, and then like when we're doing stuff local, I can put my modular terrain on there. Yeah, I think for uh, for Australia, I'm just gonna bring a square of black felt and just scoop up my army inside of it and tie it to a stick so I can carry it over my shoulder. Like a hobo? Yeah, because I'll go on a walkabout after the tournament in Australia. You know, like, if you're out there, you gotta do it. Yeah, and you know what's good, too, dude? Your army, like, it's got some weight to it, so if you get attacked by a guru, you know, you can just hit it with your army and the stick. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I could spear it with the other end of the stick and cook it and I'll have food for at least three days before dying of dysentery. Do they have dysentery in, in Australia? I don't think they died I don't think they have anyone named Terry in that country, so no one's getting dissed. Uh, no, no Terrences that, like, have a abbreviated name? I don't know. I don't know, dude. If you're Australian, write in. Tell us about your friends named Terry or Terrence or... Terryifer... Please don't right. waste my time with emails like that. Dude, you get two emails on that account a month. You'd be happy to get a third. Both of them are Podbean suggesting other podcasts <laughs> podcasts to listen to. <laughs> Check out these other podcasts. I'm like, no. Uh, I don't even listen to ours. Uh, all right, so I've been working on my super secret project. Oh, yeah. Project point and click. Yeah. Um, so 
Didn't you used to win a lot of 40k with an Eldar army that was point and click or Dark Eldar? Yeah. uh, Would you say that you're going back to your roots? I probably am, realistically. Uh, So here's what happened. I was talking with Brendan, our buddy, Brendan Melnick, friend of the show. Yeah. Awful human. Terrible. If he's going to tell you to play anything, it's going to be filth. Yep, you know it. That's why he he dropped out of the AOS championships for Adepticon. He was just filthing too many filters. I thought that he was playing, like, some weak-ass bullshit, like Gut Busters. Or... He was. That's exactly what he was doing. Um, so, anyway, I'm doing a team tournament with him, and we were... You need to have one person from each Grand Alliance, because there's four people on the team. We've got Order, we've got Death, and we've got Destruction, so I would be the Chaos player. We were talking about, well... Do oh, this, do... is like, this is, like, perfect for you, because you built that dual army. You have a dual army <laughs> you could use as both Chaos and Stormcast. I don't know what you're talking about. You're, no, you're storm. Yeah, they're a chaos army. That was perfect. You didn't have to paint anything or change anything at all. What happened? Well, I was talking about how I could make my corn work because I do have a full corn army. That's actually two chaos armies. It's also beastmen. <laughs> yep, that's true. So I have three chaos armies. Wow. And I decided to take the Skaven that I had bought what? and paint, build and paint them within a span of four weeks. And that was two weeks ago. And well, okay. So the tournament that we're going to, the team tournament, is actually in July. So I have time. The thing is, I don't play practice games. So I want to take this Skaven army to the next two tournaments I'm going to, which are going to be Brew City Brash or Brew City Brawl or Brew City Bukaki. I'm not sure what the, the third word with a B is, but Brew City, Bruce City is in two weeks, and I'm going to that with my rats, and then I'm going to Triumph, which is out in your neck of the woods in Jersey. I figure those those Jersey people are already used to filth, so they won't be that surprised by some rats. Um, but I have a really tight schedule to get this all done. It's all built. I've got 100-foot rats. I've got a monster. I've got two war machines and a couple characters. Um, sick. Are you using an airbrush for this project? <clears throat> no. I'm wow. using rattle cans because I'm a dumbass. Uh, Sometimes I'm embarrassed that we do this together. The podcast? No, like exist in the same time frame. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I also don't use wet palettes, so you can you can talk that up some more also. Did you ever get that wet palette you were telling me you wanted to do a review of on the show? Yeah, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> I just don't... I have no idea where I bought it from anymore. Why, <laughs> dude? How am I supposed to buy it and, like, improve my hobby if you can't uh, remember where you bought it? Like, I'm looking at it right now. I'm like, I don't even know. It's some German company, but it's Does it awesome. not have, a, like, a word on the bottom of it? Uh, I'd have to pick it up. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much. All right. Uh, trip's canceled. Hang on, hang on. Let me check. I got the... Redgrass, redgrassgames.com, designed in Paris. Okay. They're really, it's really awesome. It was what like, makes it better than a normal web palette? Well, is it, is it are moisture? we doing the interview right in the middle of you talking about what you're working on? That's fine. I mean, the, the interview, the review. Um, it's a good size. It's thin. It comes with like a... How, how big is it? How thin? I need word. I need... Right. Paint your word picture, Joe. Uh, don't show me... Don't show it to me on our <laughs> Skype. I got a tape measure right here, dog. Hang on. It's about six inches wide and eight inches long, so it's the size of my. Anyway, um, times four. <laughs> In both directions. <laughs> it's about one inch thick with the lid on. It okay. has a hydrophilic pad, so it like 
pulls all the water in, holds the water, and it has a bunch of magnets on the side. And I just dropped it, but it also comes with it comes with like a a five little pot for your inks. So you drop your inks in there, you can thin them out, and then you could use that so they don't have to sit on the on top of the palette. And then I now, bo- what what's the value of the magnets? What do they do? And don't say uh, no, they, like, like don't the say magnets they on the magnets on this and on the wet palette. So they just when you say this, you mean the little pots? The, the pots, inks. yeah, the pots. It's on the uh the little divots or what the fuck ever you'd call them. Um, words are not my thing, which is weird because I have a radio show. Um, <laughs> also a blog. Yeah, that I never use. Um, we should talk about that later in the show. We might actually, we should put content on the Rage of Sigmar website that I pay for. Or we can just not pay for it anymore. Uh, no, we have to, we have to copyright the brand. Um, can't allow someone else to have that website. Speaking speaking of, today's show is brought to you by the Rage of Sigmar tournament at the Blue Dragon, no, fuck, Blue no, Moon Cafe? Uh, Bad Moon Cafe in Bad London. Bad Moon Cafe in London. Yeah, yeah if you want to go. Sponsors of the show. <laughs> If you want to go to an event that's named after us, but we don't it know has anyone, nothing in... to do with us. Yeah, check it out. Um, we did send them a cease and desist, and they basically sent us a giant "fuck you" back. Um, so we're gonna send them some product now. Yeah, they were like, "Yeah, fuck you. You guys are jerks. We heard what you said about English people on the internet," and I was like, "Oh man, I don't know which time they're talking about, but <laughs> <laughs> you might have to be a lot more specific, guys." Are we talking about before I played Warhammer? When I was playing Warhammer? Was that a podcast? There's a lot of times, guys. Is this in the future? Is it like where, <laughs> when are we talking about here? Yeah, dude, my timeline's all fucked up. I just saw Endgame yesterday. I don't even know what year it is. Um, I, w- I really want someone to make a Endgame meme with the Robin Williams from Jumanji. What year is it? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. That'd be good. That's too many spoilers for Endgame. Sorry, guys. Yeah, Robin Williams dies in Endgame. Fuck. <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. Uh, that would have been a good one, though, if they were like, hey, we can go back in time. And you're like, all right, I'm going to go back. And then like, they're like, where's Pagano? And I'm like, no! Bang on the- <laughs> Don't do it! We need you! No. Anyway. Um, cool. So you like the wet palette? I like it. It was... I think it was like 40 US with shipping. That's not bad. Yeah, and I'm pretty happy with the money I spent. They make a bigger one, which I kind of wish I had now because I'm obsessive compulsive. And I'm just Wait. like, yo, bigger's better. I could paint better if I have a larger wet palette. I paint so much better <laughs> with bigger brushes. <laughs> yeah. So. I don't actually paint my models. I just use those rollers that are way more effective and just roll it across the entire army. I saw somebody do that. Recently, like on Twitter, on, on Twitter, it's yeah. pretty funny. <laughs> like, hey, Duncan, I'm using two thin coats, and it's like <laughs> it's like globbing on. <laughs> He's like using latex wall paint and shit. And like, <laughs> yeah, what a legend! So yeah, I'm working on my my Skaven. Um, I'm trying a different method with this army, which is not to do it all to an amazing standard, but to try to get an effect of using like playing with light. So I've done. Um, Black base coat, gray from the top, like Xenopole, and then I did white from one side, and then I'm going to glaze all that white down into greens and try to do like a, a Warpstone glow sort of effect on the whole army, and then I'll also pick out their eyes in red and try to do like a little bit of dry-brushed OSL off of their eyes. Um, so we'll see if it works or if I have to redo the whole army afterwards. But it seemed like the fastest way to get the army done to a presentable standard, not necessarily like a... A terrific standard, but it could, I think, as far as concept armies go, as far as desaturated armies go, it could still look kind of nice. I'm hoping it 
it turns out as well as I'm envisioning it, but it's not going to, obviously. Worst case scenario, you just put it on eBay and some kid will buy it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. But I kind of want to... I, I, like, I want this army. I think Skaven is a fun army to play. I think it will be fun. I also... I don't plan on playing this army after the team tournament. I'm just bringing this, like, the filthiest version I could think of and come up with quickly for the, the team tournament event. But I'd like to play a couple Doom Wheels and a couple uh, Vermin Lords. I think those would be sort of fun additions. Yeah. Play, Tonk- play Tonka Trucks and just run shit over. Oh, yeah. God, that was boring. Sorry. <laughs> you know, I was talking to my therapist about why I have so many toxic people in my life, and she told me to shut up. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's brutal. So that's what I've been working on. Um, Joe, what events do you have on the horizon? Uh, just um, Triumph GT, and then after that will be... Uh, coming down to your neck of the woods to party for uh, Nashcon. But I'm, I'm really even... excited. I'm, I'm hoping to show up at the airport when you're arriving with a banjo and just say, go on, turn around back the way you came there, boy. You're not welcome out on here. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> I'll also have to learn to play the banjo. If you learn to play the banjo in three months, bro, I'll be very proud of you. I'm going to have a speaker sitting behind me playing the whole yeah the, the the dueling banjos oh all I would want you to know how to do is just play like the jackass intro on a banjo oh man I would do some front flips in this shit <laughs> I would pay a lot of money to see you do a front flip I can front flip not good but like I can definitely <laughs> stage dive front flip done it plenty of times heard a lot of Heard a lot of people doing it. Your head, your back, your on the, butt. On the crowd. No, but... <laughs> That's what I'm going well, what, for. I'm aiming for of, people. <laughs> which, I'm asking which of your bodily surfaces is the one that hits the ground or well, the crowd first. I learned how to do it since I'm trying to hurt the most people possible. I, sp- <laughs> I want to land on my back because I'm getting like my legs and my arms are out as wide as I can. So I can at least hit like seven or eight people when I'm doing right. it. Yeah. Is that why your back is so fucked? Yeah, I'm actually crippled now. <laughs> so, cool story, yeah. Joe. Uh, when are we when are we changing the name of the show to uh, Rage of Sigmar featuring Charles Xavier? Soon. I'm going bald. I'm starting to thin out. I feel bad for all the times I made fun of you. <laughs> yeah, Karma's a bitch, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Are you in your bedroom? In, like this room? Uh, I'm, in the, I'm in the guest room. Really? It's a different angle. Yeah, Marvel uh, rearranged the whole Okay, so I'm like, guest. where did that window come from? This is gr- all best, radio, best radio. Best <laughs> radio. Yeah, do you want do you want a quick tour of, of the guest room? No. Um so then what happened? So you got you're you're thinking you'll be done with your scaven in two weeks. Good luck. I think I will be painting on the Friday when I fly out to Brew City. You have three weeks, dude, because Brew City's I the weekend don't. No, Brew City's the weekend before um Wrong. Brew City is the I fly out the seventeenth. Oh, you're fucked. Yeah. But it's not like I haven't done this to myself before. Just all right. I was gonna say, just bring your stormcast. I might. Depends on how much I get done. But I, I really need the practice games with this list, so I don't just sort of leave my teammates high and dry, sitting there with like a filthy ass list that I can't use properly. Yeah. Um, That's the only reason I'm doing it because I want to. I want to win this team tournament. So, have you played any games recently at all? My last game was an Adepticon. Oh wow. Yeah, I haven't. 
playing the games. Let me let me go through the list I'm taking though, because I'm going to Brew City and then Triumph with no one, you. No one cares about your list. Well, it's got rats. All right, uh, moving on to no. Let's see what you got. Let's, let's, let's take a break real quick. We'll be back after the break, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. No, we're not taking a break. It's only been twenty minutes in the show, dude. Right, fine. Uh, so what are I've you got... fucking union? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I unionized this podcast without you knowing. Uh, Fight the power. You're the man. You need more than 50% to organize, bud. You're at a stalemate here. But I'm going to vote union anyway because I'm a union guy. So we're union now. Taking a break? Taking a break. All right, we'll be right back. Fucking capitalist scumbag fucks. Left with me, she the right hoe. Man, she rotting me like a BMX. Man, she said the D is for dino. I got two horns like a rhino. There's no way you could buy hope. But I brought a mansion with a slide door. Yes, I opened up the slide door. So you can hear it hit the high note. What was that? Someone breaking in your house? No, my foot. When Margot rearranged the uh, the guest room, she put the desk right where the like the behind door. where the door opens. So there's the little doorstop thing underneath the desk. Oh, the that thing. Yeah. So every time one of us makes or we have like an awkward pause, I'm just gonna hit the. Oh yeah, that's tight. Uh, all right, we'll we'll be back after this break. All right, we're back. And we are back. So, I'm running uh, a mixed Skaven list. It's going to have uh, the unkillable Warp Seer. So he's got the rerollable 5-up armor, or 5-up uh, ward save, which makes him not very fun. Uh, I got a Gray Seer with Dreaded, or not Dreaded, just uh, Death Frenzy, which is the one that lets my guys pile in and fight after they're killed, or before they get removed, basically. Uh, I've got the the Warlock Bombardier, who juices up the two Warp Lightning Cannons. I got two Warp Lightning Cannons. Uh, 40 Plague Monks, which is fucking scary. And then 320s of Clan Rats. Uh, and I've got some Endless Spells. I've got the Warp Lightning Vortex, I've got the Shackles, and I've got the the Bell, which gives my guys Battleshock immunity if I don't roll a 13 Basically, you roll like a thir- you roll after you move it or you set up or move it. You roll three dice, and if you hit a thirteen, it just explodes and does mortal wounds to everything within range. So not at all reliable. I'm really hoping that it does that every time you play, and every time I need it to give me battle shock immunity. Yeah, It'd be pretty funny. Um, so yeah, that's that's the list. It's it's pretty nasty. I'm not expecting to have. Oh, and I have Thankwall. That's the other thing. I have Thankwall. Oh and yeah. How many geez. warp fire throwers are you giving him? Two. I'm gonna go two and two. Now give him four. I have I have him magnetized, so I can change it up. Just give him four. Fuck it. Yeah, but two is really good because then he can fight better. 
You don't need to fight if everything got warp fire thrown off the table first. You can't warp fire throw her off units of two. If there's two guys in the unit, he's only going to do four mortal wounds. Oh man! If there's two guys in a unit, four mortal wounds is probably enough to fuck some shit up. Sorry, I'm talking about like if I if I face like Stormcast who have two big dudes, like the Fulminators or like three Evocators. Yeah. Whatever. You only think I should go four? I shouldn't take your advice. How many anyway. Thankwolves could you take in an army? <laughs> four. Oh and then man. Minimum, and then minimum. Minimum. Uh, minimum core. Are they Are they battle line? Thankwell? Yeah. If you, play, if you play in open play. Yeah. That sounds like fun. <laughs> Who would win a fight? Four Thankwells or a normal army? <laughs> wow. Fun times. Yeah, that'd be awesome. All right. So you want to get some listener questions? No. No. You're going out of turn. We don't have show notes today, folks. That's why this episode sucks. So um, what do you say? <laughs> yeah, that's why. <laughs> yeah. Not because we're not really good at this. Um, maybe I could talk about my list, I think. Yeah, go ahead. Are you eating pepperoni? <laughs> no, that was my nipple. Oh, okay. Um, I'm taking exactly what you would expect a blister skin, uh, flesh quartz player to take. If you're taking dead watch. Yeah. Dead watch. Six, three, and three of the crypt, uh, flares. That's uh, a flying yeah. one damage. Additional mortal wounds, guys. Yeah, I got a crypt uh, infernal courtier. He's part of that battalion. That's one drop. Then I got a terror guy. Does he do anything interesting aside from regrowing the flares? Uh, he's all right. Did you give him the artifact, or is he just sort of hanging out? I'm so like I'm so. Let me get through the rest of my list. And I'll talk about magic items. Um, what mortal realm are you from? Uh, it doesn't matter. I don't use any realm artifacts. Oh, it matters for the the, the narrative though. Uh. Narrative players are pussies. Um, Shots fired. <laughs> Sorry, Paul. I really like you guys. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You guys aren't pussies. You're like... Uh, <laughs> oh, you were going to go for it. I heard it happen. I heard it. <laughs> You're like... <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything that terrible. I was going to call you yeah, like a you bunch were. of liberal arts major having fucking Obama loving I'm kidding I love Obama if I could have voted for him a third time I would have voted him for the first two times alright alright the dad from <laughs> from get out <laughs> oh man if I could vote in any state I would vote but that's a more complex issue anyway um short story long I got uh I think I might give that guy the courtier the flayed pennant so mm-hmm. let someone reroll a charge Within nine of them? Something like that. And cool. then, uh, I got it to the eye of Hish. I'm going to put that on my tarot, guys, so no one can just shoot him off as easy. And that's the one that comes with, like, you have to take that one. I have to take, one Seriously? of my guys has to have it. But it makes him minus one to be hit? Minus one to hit from shooting. Oh, it's still pretty good. Yeah, so he's a little better. Yeah. Um, and what's the one that gives you, oh, I'm thinking of something else. There's nothing that gives you command points, right? No, that's a command trait for my general. So okay, so a, you do get an extra. A, every, yeah, at the beginning of every um, hero phase of my hero phases, I roll die and up four up. I get a command point. Nice, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty fun. It's like I would say it's not fun for your opponent. Um, fun story about it though is I actually played a cat named Justin. Um, we totally fucked the scenario up, and I felt really bad about it because I won and I wasn't really clear on communicating. 
we were kind of just fucking around. We didn't care because like a little one day thing. And yep. then I, I kind of felt bad because like, yeah, but if I burn all these objectives, he's like, yeah, but you said it's like the last scenario. I was like, it is. And he's like, no, it's not. Cause in the last scenario, you couldn't do this. I was like, well, then I played the last scenario wrong and I cheated the guy before me. Now I feel really bad. Thanks. And now I'm going to beat you also. So I think the number one thing about age of Sigmar is that if you want to play it and be good at it, you need to learn how to read, which is on my bucket list. But right now I just don't have the time. Get get to it before forty. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah, I mean the nice thing is your daughter is going to learn to read, and then you'll have someone to teach you. Yeah, that's the plan. That was the plan. Yeah. Um, now, does she automatically get in the union because she's grandfathered in? Because your your dad yeah. is in the union? No, that's nepotism. No, no, no. The, but grandfathered in comes from some like a term like that, right? Yeah. Ne- no, nepotism is illegal. Okay. Well, like, like he's not, not giving her a position in the union, but like, does she automatically get? Like time off and like OSHA compensation for if her diaper was improperly like improperly applied or something. No, no, I don't get what you're trying to get at. <laughs> All right. Um, so you played in a one day. Uh, you already told us that you cheated one guy and you beat the next one. How cheating. was your last game? No, my first yeah. game was against a dude named Travis. He was at Adepticon and okay. Uh, it was okay. He just had like 130 Plague Monks and a Plague Furnace and a Vermin Lord and a couple characters and it was a fun game. But you couldn't get through it all? No way. Um, I actually like looked at his army and I was like the scenario too and I was like I don't think I'm going to be able to take this scenario off this guy. So I just took my secondaries were like Slay and Sacrifice and I just threw my zombie dragon at Thankful, killed Thankful, got the points for Slay, and then his whole yeah. army killed my zombie dragon, and I was like, cool, that's fine. Yeah, that's, you got the two point. things you wanted. Yeah. So I I do like the idea of like holding on to those two for your yeah. bad matchups. When you got yep. a bad matchup, you can go, okay, well, I know I, I can get these two, and I yeah. won't be like totally out of the game. So that was my plan, and it worked out. Nice. So, and my, my second round player, which I know we're going completely out of order, was a dude named... Uh, What's his name? I think it was also Justin. Yeah, it is also Justin. He was a cool fucking dude. I just read we read the scenario wrong and I felt mm-hmm. bad. I think I still would have won. Yeah. But he had a chance to come back. So What army was he running? He was running Gits. Oh nice. It was nice. Yeah, he had sixty stabbers, two units of twenty stabbers, and then he had two units of ten Boingrot Bounders, a couple wizards on foot, and a guy on a uh uh, what's it called? Mangler on a mangler with fight another day. So hell yeah, I love that. I think that's it's such a cool. I think it's awesome. And so you, you think you would have ground through the stuff you needed to get through anyway? I think it would have been a closer game. Mm-hmm. But I do think I would have been able to, because my army has really good like fast repositioning and all that he had sure. left that could get on objectives was random movers. So I was gonna like maybe he would have got on one of mine. But he wouldn't yeah. have got on the rest of mine. Sure. So. That makes sense. Uh, so you ended up 2-1? and one? Yeah. Pretty solid. It was all right. Did you... What, what what place did you come? And how many people were there? I came third out of sixth. Nice. Podium. Suck a dick. You know, you know what's pretty funny? Did I, you know what I heard in the last event they played in? Sam Morgan got third place, so I'm on the same level as Sam Morgan. 
I would say you're at least as good as Sam Morgan. Not to mention you were in New York, right? It was in New York or was it in Jersey? It was in New Jersey. Oh, damn. I was going to say New York is probably has a bigger population than the entirety of Australia. But I don't know about New Jersey. No. Cool. So you did pretty well. I'm still pretty happy for you. Top three. It's not. It's not as good as your top two finish from from the other the other tournament you went to. But still if pretty we go, good. If we go by percentages, I was only at like between like the thirty third and fiftieth percent in this last tournament. But the tournament before, yep. I was in like the top twenty percent. Uh, you mean the tournament before Adapticon, right? No, Adapticon doesn't count. Right, because you were. Not in no, the top my, my score. Half. There were people who had dropped from the tournament that had higher scores than me at Adepticon, and I played all my games. Yeah, played them all poorly. Sounds like I was too busy having fun and getting drunk to care about Warhammer, which is why I don't do well at Warhammer tournaments. Yep. Holy That's... crap! <laughs> what is it? Is it a stuffed dog? No. Oh. I didn't see my wife come down the stairs, and she scared me. <laughs> So, Whose baby is that? My baby. Oh. I was really hoping you'd say something funny. Oh. Yeah, didn't really get there. Great radio. All right. So we're going to go into our listener questions. If you ever want to hear your name and your Twitter handle read on the air, you can a number of ways. You can tweet at the show, at of Sigmar Podcast, or you can reach us each individually. I'm at Big Jables, and you're a hymna. Of serpents. Yeah. You really need a better... Like, I get the wordplay, but it's so difficult to explain verbally what your Twitter handle is. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to change it. <laughs> All right. So, we got a bunch of questions, uh, and let's let's knock them out. All right. First one comes from Dave Fraser at Defruck1. He said, if you had a dwarf on your back... Would you toss him off? Really? Yep. <laughs> Is that the Dave that you played in England? I didn't play a Dave in England. I uh, played a Dave in Alabama. Is this the same Dave from Alabama? I don't think so. I think I think here's the here's the my answer to the question. If I had a dwarf on my back and his name was Pano, I would not toss him off my back. I would I would carry him forever and ever and ever, and I would hopefully be buried with Pano on my back. Is Pano a dwarf? I mean, he's like 5'4". He is way taller than that. 5'6"? I would say he's at least 6'1", dude. Well, oh, I might have been drunk. All right. It's hard for me to judge how tall someone is when I'm lying down, <laughs> almost puking. <laughs> yeah, good point. Everyone looks tall. All right, next question comes well, from... Well, I don't Fluff. get to answer that one. <laughs> Next question comes from <laughs> Fluffhammer Chris at Fluffhammer on Twitter. He says, Codex creep is legitimately a thing now. Do we think Slanesh will be amazing and will the GHB have to do all the heavy lifting to balance out the 2019 books with the rest of the field? I'll take that one. First off, Chris, your name's Fluffhammer. Why do you even care if the books are strong or not, dude? You're playing Boom. fluffy games. Roasted. Boom, roasted. No, um, I think Codex creep is real, but I do like the trend that you don't see armies getting going down see everyone kind of coming up to a similar power level like yeah right right now so joe we can't have zionist propaganda on our show i can't have you saying codex creep israel is did you say 
Israel? Yes. You are reaching. All right. I know every episode I say I'm not going to do this anymore, but I'm really not going to do this anymore. All right, go ahead. Go to their answer. I can't remember what the question even was at this point. Codex Creep, Slanesh. Yeah, I think... I mean, I read the Slanesh book last night. It's good, but... Does it have some things that are, like, obviously, like, wow, this is going to really kick some ass, like people saw in Flesh Eaters and some people saw in Skaven? Like... No, I didn't see that right away. I'm not, like, an amazing player of the game. You know, I don't see things go, wow, this is going to be amazing right away. I kind of have to read it a couple times. But I do think that you're going to see a lot of the weaker armies get stronger and come onto a level that will kind of... I don't want to say balance the game out because an unbalanced game, a balanced game is less fun than an unbalanced game, right? If yeah. we all wanted a balanced game, balance, we'd play fucking we'll play chess. chess. Yeah, so... Yep, I'm with you. I think... Um... I think Slanesh is going to be really good. I think they're going to they're going to be similar to Feck in that if you can't deal with them, there's no way you make top tables because their ability to give out always strikes last, just sort of everywhere, is going to be a huge problem for a lot of people. Yeah, removing... but that said, I bet you like every army is going to get some new tool because I really feel like they're bringing everybody up to speed and fast. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I think a lot of the new armies. Um, right, I, well, anyone that can remove your ability to like choose how the battle is fought, it's going to be devastating, and Slanesh does a lot of that. Yep. So if, uh, I think a, a skilled player with a Slanesh army being able to like say, like, well, your really tough stuff that was going to go before me is not going to go. I get to neutralize some of the threats over here to keep my weaker stuff alive. And then also, like, they have like, a huge number of attacks that on sixes could do either two or three hits. It's like, right. whoa. So, yeah, I think so. I think Slanesh is going to be good. I don't think they're going to be game breaking, but I think what makes them strong is their ability to disrupt your plan, as opposed to enacting their plan and making yeah. their thing work. Plus, uh, they're fast as hell, and movement is the most important phase of the game. Still is. Always will be. Rip. Next question comes from Austin Fletcher at AJ Fletcher on Twitter. Predictions for the next couple of battle tomes from GW. What do you think they will be? Uh man, if we recorded two days ago, I would have said Slanesh. Um, <laughs> I think it, I think next is Sylvaneth. I definitely 100% think it's going to be Sylvaneth. Oh, yeah. Sylvaneth. I don't think Gits are going to get a new book because they just got one pretty recently. But Loon Curse seems like it's going to be on the front end of a, a Sylvaneth book. Definitely. There's definitely. I also more. I I've heard rumblings about um, about Seraphon getting a new book, which wouldn't surprise me. They they have one of the oldest books in the game because they did get. A book in like the very first iteration of the game. Yeah, who will? And then I think them Caradron and maybe like Dark Oath. If there if there's gonna be a new one, maybe something to go with. I, I think the, Beast the Claw. Need, Beast Claw need love, dude. Oh, they definitely need love. Yeah, so that's where I, I would like to see Beast Claw get a new book. All right, here let's take this question a different direction. Joe, what do you think is going to be the next non like not? A the best like, like new, new faction. What's gonna be the next the next new faction that comes out? Um, I think an overhaul of uh, a combination between Ever Chosen, Slaves of Darkness, Dracoth. I think it's, you're gonna see a Mortal Chaos book. Mm, that's a good idea. I, I'll put my money on like Malarian's Shadow Elves. 
Uh, definitely think that's a possibility. A lot of the rumor, rumor engine stuff that people said was like, oh, that's going to be the Shadow Elves. It was mm-hmm. actually Slanesh. Slanesh. Yep, you're right. You're so, right. We may never know. Yep. We may never know until it happens. Next question comes from Dan C. at the Tyromancer on Twitter. Would you like to see halflings return to Warhammer? Yes. And if so, what form would you like to see them take, i.e. round and goofy, or take on a different look altogether? I think... I don't want to touch too much on something we're definitely going to talk about later, but with that rumored Dogs of War style being able to take halflings, I think halflings could fit somewhere in there. Like you I know, get that. I'm trying to think of how they would work on the battlefield. I think they would be best as like snipers and little crew. little sneaky guys. Yeah, I think they would make like a good like war, like war machine kind of crew. Pretty mm-hmm. much. I mean, like I'm already only thinking about like the ha- halfling hot pots from uh, from Dogs of War back in the day. Mm-hmm. I think I'd like to see halfling snipers just because it would put them in a bit of a different direction that still uses their stealthy and sort of sneaky nature. And next question comes from Brendan at Hobby Bear. He asks, why won't Jacob see a doctor after a month of Concrud? This is incorrect. I am now at a month and a half of having Concrud after Adepticon, and I am too proud, and I also don't want to pay the $20 copay for going to the doctor. So if someone can please come to my home and help me with my bronchitis, that would be really, really appreciated. I think you don't have Cronkrud. I think you got, like, bird flu from running around that lake during the rain, screaming, and we are back and fighting that goose. Yeah, that's that's worth it. That's definitely worth it. Yeah. All right. Next question comes from Randy. He asks, what, what, Joe? We're going to have to hang out with these guys from Australia? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just, oh, I just got it. So Randy's the one who's from Tasmania, right? Yeah, and isn't that where yeah. that guy is from? Which guy? What? <laughs> I don't know, what? No, so Randy is uh, is one of the guys who hangs out with the dwellers, and he writes into our show a bunch. And his, his handle on Twitter is Tautor1990, and I only just realized that it's 1990 because... That's where, like, that's where they've caught up to in terms of pop culture. Oh, so is he referencing yeah. that what what in the butt guy? Must have been. Wow. Must have been. I heard that. they just got the internet in Tasmania. Must be really exciting. Yeah. Awesome. He must be psyched. All right. Next question comes from Mitzi from the Mitzi and Jimbo show. If you don't listen to the Mitzi and Jimbo show, you should. They have a YouTube channel and they also have a podcast you should listen to. He's at Eat Bat Smitzy on Twitter. Uh, if you lived in the mortal realms, which would you reside in? From which faction would you hail, and why? I don't have to answer this. I mean, you don't have to. Uh, I'm going to. I, I, I can answer this. I would live in the realm of metal. Hell yeah! Uh, not for any real reason besides I'm so fucking metal. And then, um, <laughs> what faction would I be from? Yeah. I don't know, dude. Probably like. There's, like, no faction I'd want to be a part of. <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't want to deal with any of these nightmare situations all these people are in. Um, I would be... Uh, I guess I'd be, like, a lizard man or something. Fuck it. Why would you want to be a lizard man I wanna... <laughs> in the realm of metal? <laughs> Cloacus. 
I thought lizard men have spawning pools. I don't even get to fuck. Oh god, that's awful. Um, I guess I'd be a doomfire warlock. I was about to say that, dude. <laughs> Why would you be a doomfire warlock? Warlock in the realm yeah. of metal. I just feel like doomfire warlock sounds like the name of a black metal band. <laughs> Like, we're the Doomfire Warlocks. And it's just like, meh. Like, that's what my life would be every moment that of sounds, day. That sounds like a pretty good life. I was thinking the same thing, but for a very different reason. I would like to be a Doomfire Warlock. Just so I'm just like staring, <laughs> staring at titties all day. <laughs> that's kind of weird, but also true. Nice. <laughs> there it is. All right, All right next, next question. Next episode. <laughs> next question comes from Ty at Fat Kid Sports. First question: Why would you rap about a Stormbro fight and then bring rats to Brew City? I think he's feeling a little bit scared about our challenge because he knows that I'm going to whoop him. And now that I've added on that I'm playing Skaven, he's even more scared. But here's my response to that. I have never played a game with Skaven. I haven't played a practice game with Skaven. I haven't played a thousand-point game with Skaven. I've played one game against Skaven in my entire career. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So my, my first game playing as Skaven will be against Ty. And if he can't beat me with my first game with an army, I think he wasn't going to beat me no matter what I was playing. So it doesn't really matter. I know, but you know what you should do? You should make like a really complex flow chart on how everything works in your army and just hand it to him at the end of the game. Be like, help me out with this. <laughs> hey, if I forget something, just remind me, okay? <laughs> uh, All right, his, uh, his second question is, what are our predictions for the upcoming Sylvaneth Battle Tome? Okay, I my prediction, and the one that I hope the most, is that you can't put 500 Sylvaneth Wildwoods on the board anymore. Yeah. I just think... I know, like, a lot of Sylvaneth players like that, but I have a Sylvaneth army that's, like, 90% painted and looks pretty good that I don't play because I was like, I'm not painting that many fucking woods. So, but what about the people who have bought fucking 10 kits and have 10... I don't know if people should suffer for it, but, like, at the same time, it's like... Like, I think it was a poor design from the get-go. I agree. But how do you fix it? You change the way it all works. And so what do those people do with all the extra wildwoods they're sitting on? Have a nice, beautiful tree board for when they play their Lord of the Rings miniature game. That's a good idea, actually. I like it. I'm hoping that there's there's more stuff that plays with activation order, but I also don't want it to just be like, we go first or you force something to go last. I don't really know what it looks like, but I'm hoping to have something like that. Actually, that reminds me of something I was thinking about recently, which is that the, the Always Strikes first mechanic, the way they, they establish the three phases of the battle phase, really needs to be set out into four phases. It's all, it should almost be like abilities that happen at the beginning of combat phase go first, then your fight first, then your fight, then your fight last. You know what I mean? Yeah, but there was something in the Slanesh book that I read that I was like, what does this mean? And I'm going to look at it right now, because it said something like it's step four. I saw that. I was like, I don't even know what that is. I don't either. The only... The only steps I know are the 12 steps. I never make it past three. Yeah, I'm looking at... Yeah, once per combat phase and step four of the attack sequence, you can add D3 to the damage inflicted by one successful attack made by this general. 
Uh, well, my phone is dead, so I can't actually pull up the rules right now. But if you, I bet if you pull up the the rules, there's like phases in the attack stat. Uh, yeah, let's look right now. I'm open at attacking. Shut up. Making attacks. I guess it means determined damage. Yeah. I really hope they don't start writing rules like that where it says, see phase four, paragraph three A. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. So it's in step four. I guess it's like to get around certain saves. I guess? I don't really know. Whatever. Uh, But yeah, alright. His last question is, will the four-player Acon Teams tournament be even better than the the one-day two-person event? Will we see a decrease in participation or an increase? I'm going to say I don't think it will be better. I think the two-player teams is like a totally different style. Four-player is way different. I think you're like comparing apples and oranges. Yeah. So... Well, uh, two-player, I think it's fun because it's like a, a social environment. The games aren't as super You're hanging serious. out with your friends, so you're hanging yeah. out with three people instead of one. Yeah, you're getting drunk. You're doing your thing. And then if you're playing in like a four-person, you're going to see much more serious games. Because you're still playing singles games. It's just yeah. in a four-person event. Yeah. I, I completely agree with you, and I actually think... I'm hoping that the four-player event goes concurrent with the, uh, with the championships because I would rather play in a four-person team event and play a bunch of singles games like that, then I would play a singles event that's just sort of straightforward. Not that I don't enjoy, like, one-on-one tournaments. I really enjoy the the championship formats. But I think having something to sort of mix it up and be different in a big scale would be fun. Yeah. So I think think you'll see whatever event is the same day as that four-person event is going to see its attendance drop. But I think that the the four-player team event is going to be really well-received. I think a lot of people are really excited for a change in the format. Yeah. Cool. Next question comes from Slanice, which is at Slanice on Twitter. I thought it was Slanice. Like, yo, Slanice, bro. Oh, I was thinking it was like, oh, what a Slanice guy. Yeah. All right. So he asks, I love the Dark Temptations ability on the new Keeper of Secrets. And that's the one where you can pick an enemy hero and ask them if they accept the the temptation, if they turn it down, they take D3 mortal wounds, and if they accept, they add one to hit rolls for that hero, and at the start of the next combat phase, on a 4-up, they just die. Wow. So it's pretty cool. Um, So he says he really likes that ability, which is not a question, but then he also follows up with, what's the most tempting thing you've ever encountered that you didn't do? I had to think about this, because I'm like, I have really poor impulse control. (laughs) What? I have really poor impulse control. No, I heard you, but yeah. you? So there's not, like, a lot of things that are very tempting that I haven't done. Uh-huh. <laughs> but um, when we were at your bachelor party, and I was standing on the ledge of that roof, I was really tempted to jump down to the lower section of that other roof and then trespass on that other guy's property. <laughs> and then I was like, no, I won't do this. Because I was wearing a cape, so I was like, I'm a superhero right now. <laughs> I had a cape on. I definitely will not get in trouble. <laughs> so I'm not going to lie, dude. You monologuing while walking on the what like is essentially the battlement of just like a, a very not to code rooftop patio. <laughs> it's just a rooftop with chairs uh, and monologuing like your Bane from Batman, <laughs> wearing this like weird ass cape we found in the Airbnb, yelling at some guy wearing a Jedi Order shirt down below. 
will forever be one of my favorite memories of my life. I kind of want that monologue you did to be my epitaph when I die. You merely adopted alcoholism. I was born with it. I was molded by it. I know why my voice is... I don't know. I'm like listening to this book and one of the characters is like um, they're all like these dudes who like broke the bonds of servitude from hell and like the narrator when he does the voice the narrator's voice and the main guy is like really like I'm so badass but then when he has to do <laughs> anyone else's voice it's like you think that I can do this but I can't because I'm like a kind of scared 7-Eleven owner in 2004 <laughs> <laughs> Get away from me! Put the chips back down before I break you. Yeah, it's weird. It's not very. His, the guy's voice is like all over the place. Oh. That's amazing. I think my the most tempting thing I've ever encountered that I didn't do would be Joseph Urban. Oh yeah, succulent. Yeah, just really, really soft lips. All right. Uh, next question comes from Vlad at Rimeo on Twitter. What pattern of Warhammer leggings would you dress other podcast hosts in at a podcaster Age of Sigmar invitational? So let's take turns going back and forth with different content creators and what kind of leggings they should wear. Alright, so I would think um, Nathan Prescott? Yep. I would like to see him in some gits, like tights, you know? Yeah. But like, I don't know how you would pull it off, but it would just be like green muscles. Yeah. No, better, even better, the Gargant's Pants. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because you know those haven't been washed, and like he's had them for fucking twenty five years. Yeah, Gargan's pants for Nathan. Right, that's pretty good. I was actually thinking about Rob. Rob Symes would have to be like a Darko set of uh, set of leggings, but like when people paint them to be African American, because you know Rob's always trying to get in between some black legs. Yeah, yeah. Nice. What else you got? Um. I think Smorgan would probably want Smorgan face leggings. Oh, yeah, just his face over and over again. <laughs> I hope that he runs all of those Twitters. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, it was all just a ploy. Yeah. He's just like, I'm going to make myself famous by making myself look famous. He's a genius. <laughs> um, Smart. Uh, I don't know anyone else. I think, I, think, I think Joe Cryer would... Well, he's not a podcaster. I was going to say he would wear Zinch leggings. Yeah. Who does... Who else podcasts? Let me know. Uh, There's the Facehammer guys. He wears the Tyranid ones, right? Oh, yeah. Byron wears the Tyranid ones. Yeah. I sat like, at his table because he's playing Pano for a mm-hmm. while, or was he playing Nathan? He's playing one yeah. of the other Brits. I was like sat at his table, and he kept looking at me, and I was like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, it's Byron Looking at me at his own table. I'm like, oh, yeah. Well, I don't really know him. Whatever. Stop, stop looking at me. Uh, I, kept, I think it was giving me that look because I kept giving everyone whoever was playing advice. <laughs> <laughs> really bad advice, I assume. No, yeah, like, oh, you should totally kill that guy right there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's pretty funny. Uh, real quick, we got to figure out what the dwellers, other dwellers were. I think Chris would probably wear chickens because he's the egg. Oh, uh, yeah. What, whatever came first. Yeah, exactly. Um, Nick... Yeah, father of lies. Yeah, he would. I don't know what he would have on his leggings. Like I don't know, man. I just don't know. I'm not like a creative. I, well, no, it's not that. It's just I've never seen their legs. Uh, I think you can just assume Nick could have like little tiny like infant legs. 
<laughs> you know, Smorgans could bend the knees backwards like a dog. I don't know. <laughs> Never seen their legs. All right. <laughs> Moving right along. Question comes from Tristan Gray. Can I order more t-shirts? You can do whatever you like, bud. You want more shirts, we'll send them your way. But, like, you got to do more than just jerk off on them once and throw them out, bro. You could wear them, too, you know? Dude, it's, uh, it's not cheap to ship pants to Prince Edward Island. It's not cheap? No. <laughs> How much like, money did it cost you to send this stuff there? I think it was like 35 bucks. Oh, wow. I sent um, Goon Boss, Seth. Huh? I sent him eight cans of Chef Boyardee, a shirt, some dice, and stickers. And it was like $88. <laughs> you better really like Chef Boyardee. Uh, I really hope he sends me some burger rings. He's not gonna. I know. He's he was not. all in the lab ploy. <laughs> he's like, I got mine, fucker. <laughs> that's, that's the real... Uh, one ring to rule them all. Yeah. The burger, burger rings. rings. You have no idea. Burger rings. I would actually, I don't. I would throw Frodo down into the Mount Doom and steal his burger rings. And be out. <laughs> all right. So next question comes from Ned at Never Dead Ned on Twitter. Question one. Why does GW hate Beasts of Chaos and we can only ally with Slaves to Darkness? Okay. Um, I think that was just a poor design note. Your allies pool being fucked up. But I also do think it's interesting that they would do that because you did get like the good parts of Zinch. Yeah. So I don't think GW does hate Beast of Chaos. They're plenty strong. Yeah, I think they they just have to um like the cool fun list when everyone was like, Oh yeah, I could do a dragon ogre army, all that. That doesn't function. You have to have a well balanced diet. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like and then if you do play them well balanced and you play them well, they're definitely a top. You could definitely they're play top strong tables. as hell, dude. Yeah, I don't think there's any risk of them not being strong. I do All think right, that you up. have to paint a lot of models for them. Yeah, you do. I'll never do that. Uh, question two: I won't be able to paint due to moving. How should I best itch the hobby bug? You just jerk off to videos of like other people hobbying. <laughs> you just you log on to uh to like Vince's hobby hobby cheating tips I and would, just. It just go to town. It wouldn't be Vince. Uh, I think it would definitely be like Mitzi and Jimbo. Like, mm. Yeah, that's the kind of sandwich nice. I want to be involved in. <laughs> content sandwich. Oh, yeah. Content. 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 <laughs> I'm content. Yeah. Contented in a content sandwich. <laughs> Question three from Ned. Three of six. Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> I think this is, he thinks this is a therapy session. We're going to bill him after this whole thing. I'm moving in with the in-laws till we find a new house. What's the best thing to drink away my problems? Uh, bleach. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Tide Pods. Yeah, Tide Pods. Um, we could ask my wife because she lives with her in-laws. Um, but I think she's mad at me right now. Um, <laughs> honestly, dude, you got to make the best of it. But if they really start to fuck with you, just take all your hobby shit out in their living room and like just set up a station somewhere that like they use a lot <laughs> and just establish dominance. Maybe walk around naked with an erection. It's a good one. It makes everyone feel really uncomfortable. Um, it's just like knock over their, their coffee mugs with your boner. Yeah. Just like a cat though. Make eye contact. Like nudge it <laughs> off the table real slow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just um, always knock the remote off of the couch with your wiener. Yeah. I don't know... Um, Ned, I don't know where your like your area is like, but if you definitely need to get the hobby itch in, I I used to travel for work and I would paint in my hotel rooms and shit. So if you have a, a hobby shop in the area, you might want to take a, 
a small block of your week every week and maybe like try to get a game and then a couple hours of painting in at the shop hanging out that's a good idea uh follow up i've been i've been hobbying at work i've been instead of sitting and eating and talking to people i've been sort of sequestering myself in a corner <laughs> i was like look at this fucking nerd <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, it's, in, it's in the same room that I play. I usually play <laughs> Super Smash Bros. In, so yeah, like it's the nerd room for sure. Oh yeah, that's awesome. But yeah, if you if you need to get some hobby in, if you got shit you need to get done, don't don't feel like you have to be above it. Just go do it. Yeah, and then, dude, if really the house thing's overrated, just live in a cardboard box. Yeah, cost forty thousand or four hundred thousand dollars in San Francisco. Yeah, just it's don't a, live in San Francisco. It's a steal. Yeah, exactly. It's not immoral. It's for your family. All right, question four. Who do you think deserves the next battle tome, aside Ooh, from Tree Huggers? I would definitely say, uh, I said it before, um, Beast Claw Raiders. Yeah, I, I hear that, but could we also just go back to Corn? Like, Corn deserves a new battle tome. They just got one, and they deserve I know, another one. but it's not amazing, so they probably deserve <laughs> another one. Yeah. We should definitely give them another one. All right. All right. Question five of six from Ned. Damn, when man. will Slaanesh escape and just fucking wreck the city of Shadespire and make a new location for season three of Warhammer Underworlds? I don't know. I don't play that game. Is that what that's about? I think so. Question five. Opinions <laughs> on Juggalos. Oh, man. My opinion that it would be if there was a Juggalo-specific disease that killed every Juggalo on the planet, I'd be fucking stoked. Yeah, I, Ned, I've never met it. I've Ned, never met it. Also, Ned, I don't know you, bud, but if you're a juggalo, please don't listen to our podcast. <laughs> yeah, we don't need your one download that much. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ, Ned, please don't be a juggalo. I would be, yeah. I would be so upset. Cause juggalos, I really want to like you. No, because juggalos like halfway ruined the, the East Coast hardcore scene for a while. <laughs> so if they do that to the Warhammer scene, I'm just going to fucking off myself. <laughs> really? And knock off to them instead? The worst. Anyway, all right, damn we're Ned. done. We're done with questions from Ned. Next question comes from I used to be cool at Drew's Ulam on Twitter. Jerusalem, Drew Ulam. It's like Jerusalem. Yeah, yeah. Salam Amalekam. Anyway, this dude. Amalekam Salam. This is the dude I talked to who's from Canada. We were chatting it up on Facebook. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nice guy. Yeah, he asks bourbon or rye. Oh, you know what I'm gonna say. I know what you're gonna say. Bourbon. One, two, three. Yes. Oh, right. I like bourbon too. Yeah. I prefer bourbon over rye. You prefer rye over bourbon, right? I no. I prefer scotch over either. But uh, that's I really not like the fucking the, question, dude. I know, but I don't prefer rye to bourbon. I like them both a lot. And neither one is my very favorite. But um, I will just say yes. My answer is yes. Yeah. Last question. Fucking finally. This is a long segment, guys. Send in less questions next time. No, please send don't. in more. Please so we, don't. Please don't. We don't have anything else to. Yeah, to this is literally content. our whole episode today. We have nothing to talk about but these questions. Even though Slanesh released yesterday, we could do a full book review. But who's got time? Last yeah, question. I'll read the whole book show. live on the show. Do it. Do yeah. it. Read the first page in your <laughs> your 2004 Walmart attendant. <laughs> All right. Well, go. Let's do the last question while I open it up. Alright, last question from Joel McGrath. Why is it when Americans say the word cunt, it comes across as really hateful, but when an Aussie says it, it comes across as just being an extra word we say to nice to be nice to people?
Yeah, I don't know either, Joe. <laughs> Thanks for answering that question. <laughs> no, um, I don't know. I really don't know, dude. I think it's just, you know, different strokes for different folks. Uh, my wife calls me a cunt all the time. Doesn't bother me. So. And how often do you call her that back? Uh, never. Right, which is why you're still married. Good man. Yeah, I don't know, dude. It just comes off really... I think it's the accent. Like, you guys mm-hmm. are like... Hey man, like this is so great. Look at this cunt right over here, and you're like, "Ah, oh, it's not so bad." But I'm like, "Hey, you fucking cunt!" It's like, "Oh, that hurt." I I also think it's um, like the point of a sentence. If in in American English, if you call someone that, it becomes the the point of the sentence. It becomes the whole the whole reason you said something was to call that person a cunt. Yeah, right. Good point. But in in Australian, you cunt. You know, when when they're saying to each other. Barbecue, didgeridoo, 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 dingo, dingo, wallaby, cunt. Yeah. It just sort of, uh, it's, it's, just, it's like saying you guys, or like this idiot. Yeah. I do think the best thing that was ever on, had the word cunt in it, in like media, is always going to be the hound. When he's like, oh yeah, if you don't shut that cunt mouth, I'm going to eat every chicken in this fucking place. It's probably the best line ever. <laughs> I don't remember that one. I I just remember the part where someone asked him what he named his sword, and he goes, only cunts name their swords. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That's awesome. What a legend. He's great. Yarp. Anyway. All right, you're going to do your dramatic reading of the Slanesh book? This is the deity, Slanesh. Long ago, when the dreaming cultures of the realm spheres took form, the glimmering portal of the mortal realms attracted the eyes of a wanton god. That, <laughs> that entity was Slanesh. At that point, grown powerful beyond measure on a stolen ambrosia of elven souls, at the time of the shattering of the world that was, Slanesh had got, glutted himself on the spirit of that ancient race to the point that there were only a few pitiful survivors escaping his hungers. He was all but incapacitated <laughs> at the end of gorging himself so deeply. Alright, go, Christopher Walken. Where once he might have savored each sinful soul that fell into his clutches by easting so many millions of spiritual essences at one time, he became vast and swollen well beyond the limits of Korn's rage, Zinch's machinations, and even Nurgle's cosmic corpulence. Uh, Scarface. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I can do it. Hang on. I'm going to say some Scarface quotes to get into the book. Now look at the pelican. Fly pelican. I'm the bad guy. His appetites could not be sated. I can't do it. I can't do it. You're going back to the... the <laughs> I'm doing it back to the... Right, uh, let's do Gollum. Joe. Do Gollum. His appetites can never be sated. Just as the stars would never cease to burn. The time of promises... As when this looked upon the mortal realms, he felt a yearning as never before. Um, Pesci. Tongues of solid eco licked at tapering fingers. Uh, that's like more like someone from The Sopranos. Yeah, a little bit. Hey, I'm Paulie Walnuts, you jerk. <laughs> uh, that guy in more voices, dude. Yeah, you do. Uh... 
Australian. Oh, no, I'll do it. I got a good one. I'll do Ray Romano. All right. Hey, tons of solid ichor. Lick the tapering. <laughs> hey, I live in Queens. <laughs> tons of... <laughs> Hey, hey, my parents don't have boundaries. <laughs> Tons of solid ichor like the tapering fingers that could feel every known sensation. <laughs> this is not Ray Romano. This is Barney. It's, Bar- no, it's, it's Barney from The Simpsons. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Holy fuck. Uh, Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy fuck. Oh, God, Rick. Fuck. <laughs> Uh, uh, do, do a Guy Ritchie movie. Uh, fuck you. I actually watched Snatch last night, so I'm gonna try and do. Um, I'll do my best. Brick Pikey. top. Brick top. The God shudder in eager cunt anticipation. The feats to come. Cascades of liminal unfucking light rippling fucking through the aether glimmer in a cunt's thousand skies. Uh, do Ian McShane in Deadwood. Ian McShane in Deadwood. Cocksuckers. I can't do him, dude. He's so good in that, though. He's, so, he's awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, Mufasa. <laughs> no. Build a, maybe I can do Bill the Butcher. No, I can't. I can't do Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah, that's tough. Uh, that was fun. That yeah, was awful. Thanks for listening to the show, everybody. If you want to get in touch with us, you can. Dude, dude the I... show's going to be like 11 minutes long, bro. I forgot to record all of that. You're such a liar. Are you really wrapping it up right now? I gotta go at 2.15. What else we got to talk about? This is gonna be our shortest episode. Yeah, at least we're putting something out. I thought you said 3.15 you had to go. No, your time. Oh, that sucks. I mean, we put in like a solid hour and a half. Doesn't have to be super long. I wanna... Whatever, I guess... No, I can. I still got 13 minutes. We can keep going. Worst episode ever. <laughs> I feel that way about pretty much every episode we put out, if I'm being honest. All right, so we're just going to take a quick break for uh, editing sake, and then uh, we'll get right back into it. We'll talk a little bit about how we feel about Sinesh. I'll be walking with a slime nose, and I'm also walking with my side hole. Only time I'll be walking when I'm on the moon, so I feel like Michael. I was talking to my little slime, that's a little lizard called a Geico. And we are back again to talk about Slanesh for 12 minutes because Jacob has to go to Zumba. And also Whole Foods. All right. Initial impressions of the Slanesh book. I think that the allegiance abilities are really strong. I don't think the hosts are nearly as impactful as you see with like storm hosts or murder hosts or the lodges or the the, the witches, like the different covens for the witches or the or like blister skin. Those. Exactly. Yeah. I think they're a lot less impactful than that, but you're also forced to take one. I like that they did the items split up and the uh, command abilities split up for each of those. But I do think they're a little more limited in that sense. The thing is, I also think the War Scrolls are still very good, and they made summoning a little bit harder for Slanesh, which is good. Um, I would say my initial first look is 
when you play Slanesh in order to get depravity points and like get your uh, your allegiance abilities functioning, you'd have a decent amount of heroes. Um, yeah. So you're going to probably always see Slanesh players bringing at least four heroes, mm-hmm. uh, if not the whole six. I would probably always aim to try and fit six in my list. Yep. If I was playing them. Uh, the keepers are like a little bit, like they're way lower on attack account. Attack mm-hmm. number numbers of attacks, but yep. the quality of set attacks are all really good, and their abilities are really good. And they're, no, they're amazing at killing hunter. Uh, I mean, uh, heroes and monsters. Heroes, heroes yep. and monsters. That's what they're going after. They're that's their thing. They're like the one v one, taking names kind of thing. Like I killed, yep. I killed this guy, I killed that guy. Look at me, I'm great. Um, mm-hmm. We're on our way to Shade Spire to break our god out. Apparently, is what we learned today in our listener questions. Um, on the overall, I think Demonets look pretty good. Like a pretty, they're definitely solid. Yeah, though I'll say this: I don't love that they made Hell Striders awful. They took away the minus one to hit bubble that was making them good, and that makes me a little bit sad. If I'm going to be honest, they're the only other battle line choice, right? Uh, Seekers are also battle line. There's like plenty of good battle line stuff because de- uh, I mean everything but fiends and. Uh, and the chariots are going to be battling. I really like the idea of running 90 demonettes, though. Demonettes are good. I think fiends are going to be really good in, in units of 6 to 9. They're a little expensive. They definitely went up in points, but they're they're really freaking good, dude. Yeah, so I would say on the overall, I know this is going to be like a short review of the book because we're kind of pressed for time, but um, I think it's a good book. I think they'll do good. I think it's going to start off at the same power level as like a as like a mature version of Gits and Beast Claw. I'm sorry, and uh, Beast of Chaos. And I think that when people start to figure out how to really use them, I think they could be up there with with Feck. I think also they could give Skaven some problems because the thing that Skaven does well is get away from people and shoot, but they're so fast they're going to get across the table and just start killing stuff. Yeah, and I think explode like th- units of thirty demonettes are going to explode. Uh, three hits for one six. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's super good. Um, so that's yeah, it's pretty bananas. What what builds do you think are going to be the most effective? You think it's going to be the the ninety demonets and some characters? I think you're going to see at least sixty demonets because you're going to want to hold objectives. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would definitely like like that one battalion lets you drop all your characters at once. Is pretty dope. Yep. yep. Um, that one like host kind of it sucks that it re- makes that battalion one model. Yeah. Um, I don't understand why you would even want to do that. I mean, it has other good stuff in that host. Yeah. That's the that's the God Seeker host, right? So that makes I think that makes the the Seekers battle line. Okay. Which is pretty cool. I think the one that lets you take two command abilities on your general is good, but the the command abilities they get aren't really that great. Yeah. So that was sort of pointless to me. I like the idea of having three generals on the table. Me too. Like they can't be close to each other. Mm-hmm. But that does give you, like, a huge uh, command ability range. Yeah. And that one is good because the Keeper of Secrets has a great command ability. It doesn't have to be your general to use it, though, so it doesn't really make a big difference. But it just it makes your bubble way Make, bigger. Makes, you, makes your fight twice. Yeah. 
But it makes your bubble bigger, right? Because it's uh, within 12 instead of within 6. Uh, no, it just has one friendly heat knight unit within 12 of this. Oh. So it doesn't even affect it. Uh, Honestly, I'd have to see. I'd have to take a look at the other like command abilities in the in the book. Right. I don't know. I think I think the it's not an obvious book in terms of what what's going to be the powerful choices. But I do. I think the mo- like the the new models all look really cool. It's also going to present a problem for magic reliant armies because it has a lot of ways to to debuff opposing magic, which I think is cool. It's smart. Yeah. But it's oh. gonna be it's gonna be up in your grill fast. Like every game's gonna be Operation Grill. So um I'm excited for you to buy me that keeper. Yeah, hundred and forty bucks is no joke. Yeah. Are you, do you actually want the keeper or you want something else? Um I don't know yet, but we'll decide at Triumph GT. Sounds good, man. Alright, well this is Rage of Sigmar. Our next episode will be us drunk as hell at Triumph GT. I got a new microphone, so it's gonna be fun. And, it's big and girthy. Yeah, and um, then we'll be disappointing through the whole summer. We'll be at Nashcon, and then we'll be yep. disappointing until we go to Canada, uh, CanCon. Hell yeah! So, January twenty twenty. Yeah, catch us in Australia fighting kangaroos. Yeah, or you know Aussies. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like we're gonna get away with a lot of stuff because Nick's gonna be with us. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right. Yep. Anyway, everything everything is on the table. Nothing is forbidden. <laughs> All right, and uh, until then, keep it blandy. Yeah, don't fail your strength test. Yeah, I hate doing this. Why do we do this? I don't know, dude. Maybe do you think we need to stick to a monthly release schedule? Because I just felt like we didn't have much to. I'm not. To ed- talk about it I'm week. not editing this part out. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I just feel like. I feel like a couple factors took me out of the game. Mm, right. And yeah, I mean, Game of Thrones is tough. Not knowing who's seen Endgame or not, so we can't just like spoil things willy-nilly that they actually finally brought the X-Men back. I get that. I, I get really upset about... Like... Endgame was really good, but like... I'll never be Dude, as... A lot of people... I'll never be a lot as, of people... Go ahead. A lot of people cried about it. Oh, I did. I was saying a lot of people said that they thought it wasn't that great. Everyone's a bitch. Yeah, I agree. Everyone I was really crying about the last episode of Game of Thrones. Like, oh man, I was all overhyped. It's like, shut the fuck up, dude. You're getting high quality fantasy TV show. You should be happy. Yeah, just shut your mouth and say thank you. But say it with your mouth closed. Yeah, you should not do that. You've been playing fucking Games Workshop games for long enough to just do that. <laughs> oh yeah, they made everything I have absolute. Thanks, GW. Now I get to collect a new army. Yeah. Anyway, say, uh, I guess so, whatever, guys. Just, I don't know. I'm sorry we wasted your time. Who's we? Oh, you weren't talking to me. I thought you were talking to me. Talking to the listeners. Yeah, I got it, I got it, I got it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I want to die. Yeah, I want you to die. I don't want to die. How much is that coming through? Pretty loud. Nice. Yep. Can't wait to have someone be like, wow, Joe's kid's super loud. I mean, I already said it. So, blame me.
No, I was I was being difficult when I said that. I, like it was definitely noticeable, and it's good that you went to the room. But like, you shouldn't be upset about it. Uh, I am though. I know. Now she's gonna. Have, she, I'm gonna have to ground her. No video games for a week. No video games for a week. Seven month old. <laughs> Sorry, kid. No more Minecrafting. No more knighting the forts. Oh my god, fucking Fortnite. Fat Thor is my hero. This is Rage of Sigmar. <laughs> Stay fat. Heard it here first. Yeah. I got two phones, one for the plug and one for the load. I got two phones, one for the and one for the dog. Think I need two more. Lap up and I'm ring, ring, ring. Count money while they ring, ring, ring. Trap jumping, I'm ring, ring, ring. I got two phones, one for the plug and one for the load. I got two phones, one for the and one for the dog. Start the foreign, oh my god, I'm gorgeous I just put the key inside my pocket pocket Might not get to see it, this a new Ferrari Man in the mirror, I you choose to bother Someone say they calling, I don't feel like talking Everything could get returned the way I bought it Phone be interrupting me while I'm recording Phone be making women feel a unimportant Call my doggy, say it's all the way retarded Keep the all cause I am not using the form In kitchen, I just finished up a new perform Hater wish you well I got clientele I just got it off the scale I got two Maybe I was thinking too impatient. Phone ringing, hold up what it is. I got two. 